saw this on uh, Twitter.com as we welcome you into the Plank Show, Hour 3. Jo- Joey Elmer joining us now. We got right. Joey. Right, it's perfect time to bring in Joey on the Riverwind Casino jackpot line. So uh, around the horn on this, Joey, I saw this from Ashley Latimer on Twitter. No idea who she is. But she tweeted, what was the celebration restaurant your family ate at when you were a child that you didn't realize was not, in fact, a five-star establishment until you became an adult? Joey, whenever something good happened to uh, Lil Joey Helmer or Lil Josh Helmer or your older brother, where was the celebration restaurant that the Helmers would always have their big meal? Oh, my gosh. Now, that's – going to have to think about that. Yeah. I, Connor, do you have one off the top of your head for the Pasby fam? So, uh, do you remember uh, El Chico? Yeah, El Chico of course. Restaurant? Yes, that was always the go-to. Yes, and uh, Chili's. I can never go wrong with Chili's <laughs> growing up with the family. I love Chili's to this day. I love Chili's to this day. My wife gets mad at me because I love Chili's so much. She's like, where do you guys want to go eat Chili's? I could eat Chili's every day of the week. Um, Chris, I, I, I went there yesterday. I, I yes. can inhale their, <laughs> I can inhale their salsa. It, it's excellent. <laughs> was there? I would say, you know, I we had an Applebee's on the far end of our town, and we went there quite a bit. So that might be that might be your answer there. So for the Plank household. I don't know if these were chains or if they were exclusive to the to the Lou, but there was a restaurant called Ponderosa, and we know that if we we knew that if we were eating at Ponderosa, something good had happened. That was a celebration restaurant. And as we got older, if you made the road trip to Alton, Illinois, you got to eat at Steak and Shake. And if you were eating at Steak and Shake, then obviously something really good. Now, as you get older, you realize Steak and Shake's portions have kind of minimized a little bit. But, hey, to me, it was five-star all the way, right? I mean, you couldn't you couldn't question it at all, Joey. That was the best meal you could possibly have. It's so funny because <laughs> every time, and obviously going to the College World Series uh, this past summer for – Uh, Oklahoma being there, but our our family vacation was always to go uh, to the College World Series. And in Topeka, on the way, they have a steak and shake. And (laughs) I I would have to stop there every single time. I mean, I I would just have to. (laughs) You know what? It's funny that you say that. Uh, I'm getting a couple here. We'll get to to sports in just a second. Uh, Travis... (laughs) Travis writes, the macaroni grill. Oh, my gosh. I used to love the macaroni grill. I really did. And because uh, it, it was right over, if I'm right, Travis, by Woodland Hills Mall. And there was there was what I always thought was this super secret way you could get into Woodland Hills Mall because you would turn down a road. They got a Walmart there now. But there was the macaroni grill. And we'd always go to the macaroni grill. There, uh, Quinn, my buddy Quinn, uh, he texted in and said, Furs. Did you guys ever eat at Furs? <laughs> so that uh, was actually one of our family places for like um, <laughs> when everyone would come into town for you know like Thanksgiving or whatever, and 
Uh, we we had a real. Let's just say we, I'm getting sick to my stomach thinking about it. But, <laughs> uh, let's just say we had a really really bad experience there the last time we all went there. Oh as no! A family and it and we never went there again. So, oh. <laughs> but I yeah, we we used to go there as a family. They they all were great. Furs furs was I now listen I I understand you might have had a bad experience, but there was furs and I always get confused because. Libby's is my go-to in um, in in Goldsby, right? I love Libby's, but there used to be an all-you-can-eat called Luby's. That was I don't know if they're still in Tulsa or not. That was a big go-to restaurant, and uh, unfortunately, Crystal Codinar reports to us that all the steak and shakes are shut down in Oklahoma City. Ugh. I I thought steak and shakes was such a big deal that when they brought one to Tulsa, I was like, everybody, you're gonna love this steak and shake. It's amazing, and like nobody went. So yeah. You always had these places where your family took you and you thought that it was the greatest restaurant of all time. Then when you grew up, you're like, ah, yeah, probably. Shoney's! Shoney's! Yes! Someone just texted in Shoney's. Uh, hey, let's get back to sports. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take us off kilter, oh, guys. Welcome is, into the plank so show. so good, though. There was, a, there was a really good Shoney's in Wichita uh, that <laughs> that we would go to. It, oh, it's so many places. So so awesome. Um. Joey, take me through what it's been like trying to cover the portal. Now, we just took a text message, or we just took a text message. I read a text message, and I think this is a this is a really, really good point um, because it's something that I've been talking about quite a bit here on the show. And uh, I believe 479 Wichita area code said, am I the only one who's worried about OU having too many portal guys and having a team full of guys that are all about them and not the OU logo? I don't think that's going to be a concern, right? I don't think this is going to be a program that every year is taking like 12 to 13 to 14 guys out of the portal. You know, I think it's going to I think it's going to be like six, uh might be a few more this year, but I don't think that that's ever going to be an issue with the um with the Oklahoma uh with the Oklahoma roster, do you? Yeah, no. So what I would say to that is, you know, right now Brent Venables is trying to bring in his guys to this program and you know i it, to put it as um nicely as possible oklahoma had to face some guys out of this program uh that just you know what weren't fit for whatever reason and so now you're seeing the guys that they are bringing in in the transfer portal they're they're fit i, I believe i think oklahoma has uh, vetted all these guys and looked and and sees how they uh, can, can fit into their program. And uh, the other part of that is the, the reason why I don't think this is going to be just some revolving door to where you're bringing in 25 guys out of the portal every year is that uh, look to what Oklahoma is doing in recruiting right now. Uh, this is the second year in a row where they have lined up, uh, I mean, a really, really good recruiting class. Uh, yep. I think you're starting to see the game change specifically um, in the top 100. We just released our new top 247 this week, and uh, the thing that's glaring to me, I looked and I was like, well, wow, okay, Oklahoma has 10 commits uh, in the top 247. Uh, There's a couple other guys, obviously, that I I feel like they could get. So uh, I kind of went on a little a goose chase, if you will, and was like, man, when's the last time they've had that many guys in our top two, four, seven? Well, they have had that many in the last couple or three years, 
the difference to me is the top-end talent that they're bringing in. And so it really sticks out when you look at the top 100. So you're bringing those guys in. It's a long way of answering. You bring those guys in and mix those in with the guys out of the transfer portal. I don't see it as one of those things to where they're going to just be continuing to bring a ton and ton and ton of guys in the portal. Mm, me too. We're on the same page with that. Uh, it, it, by the way, I, I'm sorry, but the Air Comfort Solutions text line has been so good. Someone just brought up Casa Bonita. Oh, my God. Yeah, funny, I never ate a Casa Bonita, Joey. It was like a Tulsa tradition, and they have the divers. I never got to eat there, the little flag. It's, it's one of my great remorses, one of my great regrets. But uh, this has been funny to follow on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. What do you make of these reports on Peyton Bowen? I, I've been pretty staunch in that. I'm, I'm excited for that kid to potentially end up at Oklahoma. Um, but with the way that, that the Cruton angle has gone with this, I'll believe it whenever it's signing day. Uh, no use to getting fired up whenever we just don't know how this might play out. But I'll f- I will fight you if you believe that Oklahoma's out there just throwing $2 million around. How do reports like this end up getting surfaced like they did last night on the, the Oregon and OU side of this from the Notre Dame people? Gosh, I – that's what's so wrong with the world of of Twitter and the, the the gotcha. Everyone wants to have, you know, I heard this from someone, and the next thing you know, it gets thrown out there and thrown against the wall, and everyone's going with it. And no, I, I, I'm we're on the same page here. I mean, I, I have thought, and obviously, uh, Parker will be coming up, and I'm sure he'll talk about it here mm-hmm. in the next hour or so. Um, but uh, Peyton Bowen was uh, going to be ending up a sooner at the end of the day. I've just had that feel, and um, we'll, we'll see. That, that was interesting. I know every, uh, everyone went crazy seeing that, and um, our, our Notre Dame board has just been wild um, with some of the things that they've been saying about uh, Oklahoma. So it's obviously been interesting recruitment to follow, but uh, I just have to feel at the end of the day that Oklahoma certainly has to like their chances in that recruitment. Um, good question. I mean, listen, I have been of the firm belief as we talk with Joey Homer from OUinsider.com that we were watching Marvin Mims last year in a Sooner uniform. But it's been radio silence, right? There's been nothing. And, you know, Brent Venables said something in his – postseason presser where he talked about uh he talked about doe's wanting to go somewhere to be a number one receiver and then you know you kind of think huh that's interesting because he could have been the number one receiver here if he wanted to stick around and if they wanted him to i don't know if that was a two-way street or not but yeah i am um i don't know i'm starting to believe more and more that maybe marvin mims could come back next year you would assume he has his draft grade back by now but what do you think joey is it possible that 17 could be back for the Sooners next year I'm not privy to those conversations uh, between uh, him and Brent obviously but I mean if I was Brent Venables and I was uh, sitting down one-on-one with Marvin Mims uh, just to be quite honest with you I mean Marvin Mims was not Marvin Mims this season and yeah there's a whole nother level for him, and I think that coming back, you know, he can he can put a ton on tape to make himself a lot of money. 
And so I, I wonder the longer we go here, if, you know, we're, we're not hearing, obviously with some of those other guys, we already know right now. So, yeah, I, I mean, that draft grade, it has to be back, I would think. And I think the longer we go, the, the better chance there is that, that number 17 is back for Oklahoma. And, uh, again, I, I think there's so much more. Uh, we've seen him be so electric at times, and uh, some of the drops that he had this year were just uncharacteristic. And um, I, I think he has a chance to come back in 23 and show that you know those drops aren't him and really explode and uh, ascend up those draft boards if he does make that decision. You know what's interesting? Um, I'm, I, I think you hit on something there, and not to get too in the weeds – but let's do it. I, I think you're right. You know, if, if if you go back to Joey, you and I standing there and listening to him talk in his post game, you could tell after Texas Tech, you could tell that this was a, a tough season for him. And that's not anything bad about the coaches or anything bad about the University of Oklahoma. He talked about the challenge of leading when it's new, right? Here's a guy that was in his third year on campus and he had been kind of setting his ways from how class was going to work how practice was going to work things of that nature and then all of a sudden it all changes and you're practicing at night and your schedule's different I, I wonder if he looks at it and says okay this draft grade and if I understand the draft grades correctly it's first round second day third day that's what you get you don't get you're going to be a second round a mid-second round you get first day first round then you get second day third day and that's it so, I mean, even if it was something that says second day, that second, third round, he might look at it and say, could you imagine a year where I'm more comfortable and he had a, what we could all sense was a really good relationship with Dylan Gabriel? I don't know. I I kind of accepted that he was gone so gone, but now I'm starting to wonder, like you said, maybe there's a chance for a little bit of redemption. When I think about guys going to the NFL and being early – entries i always come back to the uh, discussions that i've had with bob stoops and you know when we would have meetings with him and a select group few reporters would ask him hey you know what's so-and-so thinking and you know how, how are you advising them and his take was always and to this day that you know this is the right way of thinking about this if you have to be, if you have a chance to be a day one guy that has slid down and is in the third or fourth or fifth round, you come back because that is so much money that is on the table there that you can earn. And on the flip side, you know, if you come back and you get that day one grade, you're going to be in the first round, then you probably go. Uh, because that's a lot of money that you could be giving up as well. So um, I, I think if Mims did not uh, get that high, high grade that he was seeking, then it, it, it's incredibly enticing. He's a first-round talent. He, he really is. And so um, I, I just think there's so much <laughs> to be gained by him coming back, and I, I truly believe that. Mm. Joey Helmer, Joey Helmer, two four seven. Before I let you go, big weekend. Uh, men's hoops gets back at it on Saturday. Women's basketball on Sunday. I've been writing a piece on 
Sam Sam Godman uh, Sam Godwin, excuse me. What a fascinating player he's become for Oklahoma this season, right? I mean, it, here's an Oklahoma kid that's getting an opportunity, and looks like he's making the most of it. Absolutely, and he's been critical for Oklahoma so far this year. Mm. I just I love that uh, Porter Moser is so good at drawing up plays, right? And I love the little backdoor uh, pick-and-roll lob play that they've been using with him. I just absolutely love it. It's fantastic, and obviously he's been key on the board for Oklahoma as well. So um, a big addition and an in-state guy that that wanted to come play for Oklahoma, and those are the guys that, that OU really wants to have. So, yeah, he's he's been a great addition for Oklahoma this year. All right, man. Have a great weekend, Joey. Always appreciate your time, buddy. Um, and we'll talk to you. I don't know. We'll have to reset because I think we're off on Thursday, or at least I'm gone on Thursday, but I'd love to talk to you before the holidays. So uh, let's do it, man. Have a great weekend. Absolutely. Just let me know when. Appreciate you, man. All right, buddy. See you. We'll, uh, we'll get a break. It's 1120. When we come back. This has been a, a very engaging topic on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at uh, 405-651-3439. That is the stupid tweet that I saw, thanks to Pop, that asked a very simple question. What was the celebration restaurant your family ate at when you were a child that you didn't realize was not, in fact, a five-star establishment until you became an adult? I guess Ponderosa wasn't a national chain. I guess that was just in in the beautiful um, the beautiful area of of Wood River, Oklahoma. Oh, it's got a Google page, or it's got a it's got a Wikipedia page. Dude, Ponderosa was awesome because you would go to the uh, you would go to the all you can eat area, and there was always steak there. It's like let's go, best bread. You can, you can never you can never go wrong with steak. The names of the restaurants were derived from the TV series Ponderosa. Uh, founded 50. Well, it's still around. Number of locations, 22 in the U.S., 54 worldwide. Oh, I I see business isn't necessarily booming because, uh, what did I just say, 22 in the U.S. In 1989, there were almost 700 Ponderosa locations. Oops. When you go from 700 to 22, something tells me business isn't necessarily booming. Man, and people people love their Casa Bonitas, too. Once you said that with Joey, we have a lot of texts coming in. Yeah. Um, I never had Casa Bonita. Never did. Just just wish I would have. Anyway, we're doing a break. I've got uh, the top five stories of the day. We've got, uh, gosh, I've got all this audio that I procured procured for the show today that we're not even going to use thanks to jenny baronchek thanks to joey helmer thanks to uh councilman holman for joining us to talk about the 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 project that could involve a brand new multi-use facility for men's and women's basketball women's gymnastics and concerts as well as other events in norman it's been a busy thursday from cavens construction right here on the home of sooner fans hour three of the plank show as always is brought to you by mop and roofing 405-703-3843. It's Plank Show on the ref right here. This is the home of Sooner fans with Connor Pasby in today. I'm Chris Plank. I'm pretty excited to talk to Sam Godwin 
later on today. Uh, he is he has become an integral part of the Oklahoma Sooners, and uh, they got a big one coming up this weekend. Ate a product. Played in 52 games last year with Wofford, and he'll join us tomorrow on the program. Ever, ever since that, ever since that tournament in Orlando, he's played such a big role. I remember that game against Seton Hall when uh, Tanner Groves got in foul trouble, and man, he came in and gave them a big spark. I, I by the way, uh, sidebar because it's not in our top five stories of the day. I, I spent trying to. I spent the better part of my whole day on the air yesterday. I was on the air from 6A to 6B. And in that, I felt like I talked incessantly about Micah Parsons. And I just, I still don't, I don't, I don't think he was being as disrespectful as it was made out to be. And you got to watch it because it is, I didn't know Von Miller had a podcast, um, you learn something new every single day, and I'm sure Von Miller loved it. But if he says – he said system, right, instead of – because Von Miller specifically said, is it, is it Jalen and the team? He goes, yeah, system and the team. Jalen Hurts is the system at Philadelphia. This isn't a system that you can plug anyone else in and have success. It's specifically designed for him, for Jalen Hurts, not a plug-and-play. This isn't when Nick Sirianni, when he was with the Colts, was running with, I don't know, the laundry list of quarterbacks that they had to go through whenever he was there with Frank Reich. This isn't, this is, the, the system is Jalen Hurts. I just, I, I, I guess I don't understand the, unless he was specifically trying to say that it's, that it's not, I, I just, I don't understand the outrage over it. I kind of feel like that. He was giving – the system is Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is the system in Philadelphia. Yeah, I don't think there's any other quarterback that can play the system no. like Jalen Hurts is doing running the football. <laughs> Maybe somewhat similar to Justin Fields just because he could run, but, man, Jalen Hurts is – no, he's, yeah. on, he's on a different level. It, and, by the way, he's my MVP, and, and I'm taking a big – I. it was nothing negative against Jalen. I thought he'd have a nice NFL career. I didn't think he'd be a starter. I thought whenever they drafted him in the second round, it was crazy town. I thought the Raiders were going to take him in the second round. I really did. I thought Gruden was going to build an offense around him. Do you think Jalen Hurts would be successful running the offense that the Raiders are running right now? No. They no. have a system that they have developed for him, and he's got dudes. He's got A.J. Brown. He's got Devontae Smith. They're running the football well. He is the system. So I, I guess I don't understand the outrage. I don't either. But, man, when they brought A.J. Brown in, that was such a huge boost for Jalen Hurts and the deep deep ball target that he has now. Um, oh, wait, but hold on. Breaking news off the Air Comfort Solutions text line for uh, for the 310. I, I'm being corrected on two things, all right? Number one, Andy Gibb was not in the BGs. He was their younger brother and a solo artist. Okay, I, again, no idea. I thought they were all. I thought all the Gibb brothers were the BGs. R.I.P. Andy Gibb had no idea. I just thought all the Gibb brothers were the BGs. Who who knew? Who knew? Uh, and then secondly, you're in luck. Casa Bonita is reopening their Denver location. The guys from South Park who made it famous with an episode devoted to the restaurant bought it, and it's to reopen soon. Original reopen date with December. Of 2022, but hopefully soon. Oh, I'm totally going. <laughs> Man, I need a trip Do to you... Denver. Yeah, I'm totally down to go to Denver and try out Queso okay. Bonita. 
Brian, Casey, I don't ask for much, right? I just, I, I don't. The flexibility you give me with my stupid schedule is amazing, and I love working for you. We got to get a remote from Casa Bonita in Denver. And also, do you remember? Do you remember the circumstances surrounding the Casa Bonita episode for South Park, Connor Pasby? I'm afraid to say that I have not. Okay. Maybe I need to go back and watch some South Park then. Well, we were talking the other day, asking about things. Uh, this was an off-the-air conversation. All of our off-the-air conversations are being brought to the air for some reason today. You know how they were talking about Mike Leach? He knew a lot about a few things. Like He knew a lot about Geronimo. He knew a lot about Pirates and Blackbeard. He knew a lot, you know, like the, the couple of things that he really knew a lot about. I would say for me, uh, outside of sports and what we do, and some can question how much I truly do know about sports, and that's fine. But I know way too much about animated TV shows like Rick and Morty, like Family Guy, and like South Park. And the South Park episode involving Casabonita was when Stan, I think it was Stan or Kyle, were having their birthday party, and the birthday party was going to be at Casabonita. And they had invited Butters instead of Cartman. So Cartman was mad because he loves Caspanita. So he basically told Butters that they were in the middle of a nuclear war and he hid Butters in a storm shelter so he could go to Caspanita. And then whenever Butters' Scotch family showed up because he was missing, they postponed the Caspanita trip. So he had to keep Butters in the storm shelter for a week. There you go. Do you feel educated on the show today? I do. Yes, I do. Okay. I did not. I did not expect to talk about Casa Bonita, but, but still, you didn't. Ex- you didn't expect butterscotch to end up being not a either. conversation on the show. Today? <laughs> not either. Yeah, got it. He not only kidnapped him, but poor poor uh, butters got shipped off to a a, a dump. And and somebody's like, oh, I guess I got to rebuild. <laughs> he starts building like butters town. All right, listen, let's get back to it. Get back to Sports Guy is resonating in my dome. So let's go. It's time for the Newcastle Casino Top 5 Stories of the Day. It's time for the Top 5 Stories of the Day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Let's go, man. Best reels in the Metro. We'll be there on Monday. That's when happy hour is taking place. Monday through Friday from 3 to 6. Off I-44, exit 107, newcastlecasino.com. Big story number five. Number five. The World Cup final is set, and it involves France and Argentina. That might just do it. It was not how we expected to get there, to have Croatia go on another run, to have Morocco go on a run you can start the countdown now to what is the potential to be a truly iconic world cup final Kelly Mbappe in France Lionel Messi in Argentina we'll see you Sunday world cup final will be Sunday morning between Argentina and France are, are you a big soccer guy I'm not, but man, when the World Cup comes, okay. I'll I'll watch a few matches. That one yesterday, I watched with Argentina and Croatia. Man, Argentina is loaded. Good. Argentina yeah, is really loaded. 
It was fun. I'm, I'm excited about Sunday morning. It'll, it'll be a nice little lead into football. I think it's at 9 a.m. Sunday morning between Argentina and France. How about the third place game, Croatia and Morocco, which is coming up on Saturday? Two uh, in, that, in that two underdogs that many people didn't expect to make it this far. Oh, they're going to be on cloud nine just to play it. <laughs> so on Sunday, on Sunday, two of the pre-tournament favorites, France and Argentina, for the World Cup. And then we'll wait four years, 2026, whenever the World Cup comes to North America. Big story number four. Number four. Oh. All right, a couple of quick college football tidbits. Number one. Bobby Petrino will join Barry Odom's staff as the offensive coordinator at UNLV, so he'll leave Missouri State and run the offense at UNLV. Drew Brees is going to help Purdue in its bowl prep. He'll be an assistant coach and actually be able to help recruit during the process of bowl prep, and he's going to talk to Ryan Walters about potentially becoming a full-time member of the staff. And we learned last night that the next president, of the NCAA will be Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker, while the move for UCLA to the Big Ten will no longer be blocked by the University of California system. Big story number three. Number three. Always love talking about the NFL here on the Plank Show, and we are we're getting into you know what cutting time, playoff time. Tonight, big one. Niners and Seahawks kick at seven fifteen. That's the Amazon Prime game. How about this? We could see Josh Johnson get to start for the 49ers because Brock Purdy's hurt. It'll be a game-time decision. So the Niners will be on the road with the Seahawks, potentially playing their fourth different starting quarterback this season. So, well, wait, I hope Purdy's okay and ready to go because it's been solid to watch him so far this season. He, uh, Meanwhile, man, man, the first, uh, what was it, at 22 years old, and Tom Brady's been in the been in the NFL for 23 years, and he's the first yeah. quarterback to get his first career start and win over Tom Brady. That was really impressive. That was really impressive. I do think there is some um, there's got to be a little bit of kind of backstory to that because most of those quarterbacks were dealing with the defensive just mastermind and Bill B. Uh, Bill Beanbow in uh, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Bill Beanbow, defensive mastermind and head football coach of the Patriots. Bill Belichick was the name that I was looking for. But uh, he was the first rookie to start against Tom Brady since he moved, make his first career start against Tom Brady since Brady moved to the Buccaneers. So maybe a little context to it, but regardless, seeing Brock Purdy get that win was huge. And now we'll see if he's going to be able to go tonight. Um, Let's see, Roger Goodell was asked about the Washington Commander's cell. I don't have any expectations on that. Dan's statement that he put out was that he was exploring that, and we will continue to work with him on that. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, I guess women viewership is down in the National Football League? We take issues about respect very seriously, respect for women, but respect for everybody. And so from our standpoint, our process held that up. As you know, Cleveland Matter with Deshaun, there was an independent person who made that decision. We took the opportunity to appeal that and came up with a more significant discipline. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. I don't really – I don't think the NFL has done a good job of showing that it cares about these types of issues. I think it's failed miserably, even to today. The fact that Deshaun Watson is out there playing quarterback right now for the Browns, 
Yeah, it's not. Yeah, nope, not a good look. Not at all. All right, uh, big story number two. Number two. OKC back home last night, but a tough one down the stretch. Six on the shot clock. Tyler with the drive. The pull up. He knocked it down. He's got 35. Yeah, and a little bit of a, a rough officiating against the Thunder last night. They lose their fourth straight game. They fall 110-108 to the Miami Heat. Uh, nearly a triple-double for Josh Giddy. Comes up just short of that. What did he finish with here? 19 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. Shea Gilgis-Alexander finished with 27. Thunder insider Connor Pasby, your takeaways from a, uh, a tough night for the Thunder inside inside the paycom. Yeah, it was tough last night. They got down early. A great job by them. Just kept uh, scrapping back to get back in the ball game. I mean, I thought SGA got fouled at the end. I think a lot of people were mad about that. Should have gone to the free throw line. But, man, there's been so many close games for the OKC Thunder that just haven't gone their way. I mean, I don't think anyone expected 11, 11 and 17 as of right now. Maybe they can make some – get some more wins under the system before the All-Star break, but – Still, it's, it's kind of hard without your big man, Chet, though. I think it would be much different if Chet was playing. I I hope, my my hope is that we don't end up – this team is fun. This team is fun. And I am absolutely, positively excited about their future. But I really hope that they don't decide to shut guys down again this year. Yeah, I hope not. And the main goal is to keep SGA kind of happy. I'm, I know he's definitely frustrated with losing a lot of games. you got to keep your leader yeah. ready to go. Keep him happy. 110-108 was the final Thunder and the Timberwolves tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. All right, big story number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Um. Recruiting update, uh, Josh, and, and again, I, I, I apologize if I've missed it other places, but uh, Josh McQuistion talking last night about o- OU being very much involved in the Trace Ford conversation. Others have crystal balled him to Auburn, so that's a fascinating potential ad for the Sooners on the defensive line. And just a quick hit on Peyton Bowen, OU's not out there offering $2 million. So that's a fake, fake report from Notre Dame people that are bent, but – OU apparently will get the last word whenever it comes to the recruitment of Peyton Bowen. Feeling really positive about Brandon Hall uh, and Brent Venables potentially bringing Jackson Arnold's teammate to Oklahoma. A but four, we got a lot more on the yeah, oh, a, four, or a four-star, six-one, two two hundred pounds, great size. That would be such a huge get, and a guy on the defensive side. That would be always awesome yeah. to have him in the back. Massive, massive addition. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll get you caught up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line right here on The Ref. Tyler Pasby, another question. Do you even know who Eddie Money is? Eddie Money? Yes. I mean, I know this song. I, okay. I'm probably the wrong guy to ask what are some <laughs> other, other songs song. by Eddie Money. I, uh, I took a date to an Eddie Money concert one time. Whatever, I was in St. Louis. I thought it was I thought it was gonna be automatic, and uh, yeah, I wrecked my car on the way home. Got just lit up. You know, you know, one of those moments where you're kind of trying to turn one direction and someone waves you. It's like, yeah, 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 go ahead. And as soon as that person waved me, man, I got smoked. 
You're like, oh, poor thanks, Amanda man. Newman. Thanks yeah. for waving me in. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for waving me in. That car moved on. Uh, poor Amanda Newman. She, uh, I don't think she ever talked to me again. But, yeah, no. Great, 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 con- great concert, just not, not a good Yeah, date. it was a good concert. We had a good time. So, I had money. Someone else was there with them. Um, gosh, I wanted – gosh, who was there? I had to drive a wrecked car home. I had to drive a car that – my mom was so mad. It was my first – my first trip to Tulsa was the next day. So, I wrecked my car, and that very next day was my first trip – my first flight, too. So, I took Amanda Newman, the it girl in high school, out on a date – Eddie Money concert, wrecked a car on the way home, drove a wrecked car home, and then got in a plane the next morning, made my first trip to Tulsa. Oh, by the way, my very first driving trip to Tulsa, I wrecked my car too. My mom's fault though on that one, not mine. Not good luck, Plank. That is just not good at all. Yeah, exactly. Uh, The Air Comfort Solutions text line has been all about the, uh, well, actually Brazilian Sooner kind of broke the trend of restaurants that were your celebration restaurants as a kid. But once you grew up, you're like, oh, babe, hey, I'll take you to so-and-so. And you take them there, and you're like, oh, um, sorry. This this was such a bigger deal whenever I was a kid. <laughs> but Brazilian Sooner broke that trend when he writes, Brazilian Sooner here, it goes against my being uh, my best rooting. Uh, hold on, three, two, one. It goes against... My best feelings rooting for Argentina, but Messi deserves a cup and the most of respect to him. Can't believe I want Argentina to win. Uh, Kendall writes, (laughs) I'm sure Plank's wife likes him talking about his ex-girlfriends. Bro, this was, I think it was before my wife was even born. So I think I kind of get a pass on that side. Yeah, this but is yeah, the no, past. No. This is the past, Kendall. We don't. And, it'll be all right. And you guys act like she's listening to this show or something. I mean, come on. <laughs> as long as my friends at uh, in in Washington don't tell her, I'm in good shape. Yeah, Amanda Newman. Amanda Newman. I know who I'm going to go check out and see what they're up to on Facebook today. Uh, from the three one zero, Casa Benita. Go to Casa Benita with Denver Bronco lineman Nick Benita. Save room for several sopapillas. I've had the uh, sopapillas. Those are good. But simple. Right, Steel Man? See? There you go. It, but it was – I mean I – knew, I, knew I knew Steely would know the place. I yeah, had a feeling. Yeah, of course he does. Of course he does. But th- that's the funny thing to me is, like, I need a dessert to be more complex. I need, like, uh, piles of whipped cream. I need ice cream. I need, like, a brownie in there somewhere and a fudge. Sophia is like, oh, here's some fried bread. Put a little honey on it. Like, damn, this is good. Uh, Doc Coiner has a great idea. He writes, how about a long-distance correspondent meetup? Meet up in Denver as a halfway point between Coos Bay and Norman. <laughs> I don't know. Is that is that a halfway point from Oregon where you are? Yeah, I, um, I, don't, I don't really – yeah, I don't think that's a halfway point. Uh, oh, yeah, this is good. From the 580, the best South Park episode is the one where the boys are playing Little League Baseball and don't want to play but keep winning and advancing. And of course, the best part in that is is what Randy thought that his his whole goal in being a little league dad was beating up the other team's dads. <laughs> and every time he'd do it, he'd get arrested. And when he get arrested, what would he say? Oh, oh, thought this was America. This is America. All right, we're uh, yes, that's very that's very good from the four hundred five. I did not have two tickets to paradise. In fact, I'm pretty sure she never talked to me again after that.
All right, Connor's playing me out. we got to break. We'll wrap it up next. How about this note real quick before we wrap up? Uh, and Steelman's here at Cavens today. So it's uh, five hours of nonstop action here at Cavens Construction. CavensConstruction.com. Uh, carpet clean. I cannot encourage you enough to take advantage of this incredible deal. One call will handle it all. Two rooms, only $99. Four rooms for 125 Dryer vents get clean. Air ducts get clean. Cavens Construction Group. CavensGroup.com. 405-573-3048. The story is breaking, and it's a little different than what you would typically see in college. Uh, Chip, <clears throat> in 3 two, one. Chip Lindsey. The offensive coordinator at UCF has emerged as the top candidate to take over as the offensive coordinator at North Carolina. In something that I don't think I've seen happen very often, the starting quarterback for North Carolina, Drake May, was consulted in the expected hiring of Lindsey. There was concerns about you know, whether or not he might enter the portal. There were rumors of the kind of offers he would get. But North Carolina said, no, 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 we're not going to worry about that. We are allowing you to help us choose our offensive coordinator. He, he'll he be united with a coach who is an experienced OC with a strong history of quarterback development. Drake um, and Caleb Williams are the projected one and two picks in the National Football League draft next year. And now, now you've got you've got a quarterback who maybe had a choice to go somewhere else in the portal. And what does his decision entail? His decision centers around getting the opportunity to pick the offensive coordinator that he'll have for Chet's notes one year. <laughs> Wild. All right, man. Connor, great job today, buddy. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks to Jenny Baranchek. Uh, thanks to uh, Stephen Holman. Who am I leaving out? Joey Helmer. Thanks to all the great tweets. We'll see you guys back here in studio tomorrow. Sam Godwin will join us right here on Home Center.